0: Donor? Donair? Donner? Bueller? Welcome back to another episode of Speaking Duck on the Never Sleeps Network. I'm your host, Alex Ross. Do any of these words sound familiar to you? Well, it should, Canada, especially Toronto, where you have your fair share of rapt Whether it's from the Middle East or Europe, you really can't go wrong in this city. With almost a year under their belts, head chef Steve Nguyen and executive chef Marko Jovanovic come to the NSN studios to chat about their very popular Kensington market spot Otto's Berlin donor. We talk about opening a resto with your best friend, where to eat and party in Berlin, and of course, we talk about the amazing meat and cheese wrapped in a specialty bread that you can eat right now. Right now, go to Kensington Market, 256 Augusta Avenue, order the chicken and halloumi with all the sauces, and tell them Alex sent you. We even had these delivered during the episode. Sorry, you get to hear me eat on air. But all this and more on this episode of Speaking Duck on the Never Sleeps network well thank you so much for coming into the studio today i am graced with the presence of steve newen and marco jovanovich of otto's berlin donor is that the right pronunciation
1: that is yeah pretty yeah, perfect i think more yeah. like in what berlin would be like Duna, Duna, Duna yeah. with the The umlaid, umlaid. Yeah. The umlaid. The umlaid.
0: Yeah. yeah do people come in all the time and be like uh, can I get, uh, Donair? I
2: hear that all the time. And then, like, they're also expecting, like, the Halifax. As soon as they yeah. say it, they have that instant association without wanting to think about, is which this is totally else? fair,
1: because, I mean, that's what came before, right? And I mean, that's a lot of what people
0: are kind of used to. Well, and let's explain what the difference is right off the bat.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that was the first thing that I had to figure out, because I'm neither, I'm neither German no Turkish. Actually, my, my, my family's from Vietnam, so a Vietnamese chef doing kind of German-Turkish food is a bit outlandish. I mean, our first step was to kind of go to Berlin and to Turkey to, to figure that thing out. So, I guess the first superficial thing is the bread. So, the bread is quite different. And we got the bread uh, custom-made for us, actually. So, there's nobody else doing uh, what's called a, a ramadan pide, which is kind of a, a circular shaped
2: of um, Turkish bread. A wonderful place uh, up north, Par's Bakery on John Street in uh, North York. They make wonderful bread for us. To our specifications, that's amazing. So So you
0: have fresh bread delivered every morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It's kind of based off uh, Iranian Barbary
0: bread. Is that correct? Yes, yes.
1: Persian Barbary bread.
0: Steve, what's your title?
1: I'm head chef. I'm head chef.
0: Marco, what's your title? Executive chef. What's the difference between the two? There is no difference. Steve, Steve
2: and I have the same uh, same job. Uh, Steve's been there every day these days, where I've taken a little bit of a step back, but hopefully we'll be swapping it soon. So every day, I need some time off.
1: Really? Yeah. 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 Why? Why every day? You got to be there. I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, for us, it's the first time opening up a restaurant, so it's kind of like having a kid, I guess. That's the you day. Know, it's, it's a baby. baby, like yeah. you know.
2: You guys sound like best friends. We are. Yeah, we have to be. We have spent countless hours together, hundreds. I mean, hundreds.
0: After talking to so many chefs and and kind of family run. Operations, whether you realize it or not, is you're glued to each other. Oh, you have to. I and mean, yeah. I think
1: that's the kind of vibe that we trying to cultivate with within our restaurant, not just outside, but inside as well. With the you know the with cooks, the, though, the, staff, the cooks, yeah. the, the people that we hire and, and train, that you know, we're all pretty loving, and you know. I do, I do have a big love for, for my
2: cooks. When did
0: you people. open? Last July, yeah. I think it was. So, not even a year yet. No,
2: not, not even an
1: official. I think we're, we're still coming up on the anniversary. Yeah. I think of a big party for that.
0: So, yeah. were you guys we part of the original idea for this restaurant? Yeah. I was still
2: consulting at the time, but Steve uh, signed on as chef as early as, I think, February before yeah, we yeah, opened.
1: Yeah. So, it's, it was quite a long journey for us to, to open up. We kind of got involved with these. Our friends, our friends, our our, our dear dear party, friends, party promoters. That's that's that was their background. So they used to throw parties in like churches and, and dim and sum restaurants. And they were so, amazing. Yeah,
2: they could they could turn a space into anything you wanted it to be. There were always sources of like pure elation. One of their last parties uh, did these amazing banh mi's. They were to die for. I can still think of the sandwich, like amazing sandwiches. But they were bringing together uh, tons of different types of uh, of artistry in in like one sort of mecca kind of party. So.
1: And so, I think they got really turned on to, like, t- techno. And so, the, the mecca of techno is Berlin.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? So, I think they went over to Berlin and they, they saw that, you know, the donut kebabs were, like, everywhere. Right? So, it's kind of cool that, like, in, in Berlin, specifically, they, they have the biggest, I think, uh, Turkish diaspora outside of Turkey itself. So, that's why there's so many shops. And when I went there, it was just, like, every corner. It was a Turkish um, donor shop, and I guess they thought, like, why not? Why not bring it here? And so they were—they were, they were the, the kind of the instigators of the idea, and mm-hmm. they'd asked me now to come on board to make this into fruition. And it's like, okay. How do I do that?
0: And it's the first of its kind in Toronto, as far as I'm in understanding. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah,
1: And uh, with our research, though. We're we, one of, like, yeah.
0: three in North America at this moment. Oh, wow. Yeah,
1: if, go if uh, anybody goes to Austin, there's this Wurz Kebab. They're kind of more fast food, and they're, they're growing pretty quick. And so yeah, we, we looked at them as, as, a, as a template as well, yeah.
0: yeah. So that's how you did your research? Yeah, yeah. Just you know, just other than going to Berlin. Yeah, yeah
2: absolutely. Just seeing so what the marketplace is doing. like, yeah. In the market today you, you have to be so well informed as to what your competition is. People are they're making everything, so you you really need to figure out how to push that envelope.
0: Speaking of competition, you're located in Kensington Market, two five six Augusta, probably one of the most popular areas in the city, if not that strip. How do you compete against some of the amazing other establishments in Kensington. What separates you from, you know, any other restaurant in Kensington Market?
1: I don't know. I mean, I think when we first found this spot, like we kind of jumped on it because we knew it was in such a, a fantastic part of town. We right? sort
2: of yeah, we, we we sort of needed like. Uh, we needed the spirit of Kensington to accept us first before the rest of the city did. And uh, I think that was a massive advantage for us. Uh, having that kind of foot traffic, having an idea that's slightly off ball, and then those two things coming together.
1: You know. But I mean, Kensington itself is very communal. Like, we know everybody and, like, everybody comes in and, yeah. you know, everybody we, we buy a lot of stuff from, from, from the market itself a lot of the times. Like, I buy my spices from Carlos and... You know, if I'm running low on cheese, I'll go to Cheese Magic. Those guys are dope. So yeah. No, cheese Magic.
2: sorry? Sandigans in Sanigans,
1: in emergencies. Yeah. 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 So it's like it's it's a fucking awesome windfall, that's for
0: sure for a Definitely. place. Yeah. Cheese magic over global cheese. Well,
2: one of them's not there anymore, right? Didn't one of them just close? No. You know, I think Global Cheese is yeah, there. Yeah, no.
0: Global Cheese did that whole expansion. Oh, cheese Magic's never been in the it same it. spot. Yeah, you're right. I just never
2: cheese bother. Magic because
1: they come in and buy sandwiches. So they got, those yeah. guys are awesome. That's right. So yeah.
0: who are you guys swapping with?
2: Oh, we're swapping. Uh, Yeah, we've swapped sandwiches with uh, with Seven Lives. They're good friends of ours. Amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, and their tacos are phenomenal.
1: Um, the, um, the chicken place?
2: Oh, yeah. The rotisserie? The, uh, Dirty Bird. Dirty Bird. Oh, Dirty oh Chicken and yeah, yeah. Waffle Place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that place That's is really yeah, they're good. They're friends of ours. I like those. Um, Rasta Pasta. They're, they're, yeah, wonderful. I hear that place is so good. So tasty. So good. Have you, you have to have their jerk chicken sandwich. It's, okay, yeah, that, that was awesome. dope. That was yeah. so
1: dope. It was like a panini pressed.
2: Amazing. Like a cocoa bun. Like yeah. delicious.
0: Really? The yeah. buns are coconut buns? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. They fresh it. Favorite bars in the market? Colti. Number yeah. one. Wow. has been really nice yeah. Us, yeah. Marco, quick to the draw. <laughs> well, they're,
2: like, yeah, they're they're good friends. And uh, when you're in the market, that's the first place I would think of.
0: It's a community. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a part of this community now. And sometimes places don't adapt and they either fall off or they become part of the Kensington family and i feel like it's such a natural fit for you i I feel like you've been there for a lot longer than less than a year
2: yeah well it
1: feels like that too for me it feels like an eternity yes
0: (laughs) well you're working every day (laughs) that's a big difference (laughs) What's a shift like? You get in first thing in the morning, What are you doing to prep for the day?
1: We're you know, for me, like I get in there around nine o'clock or so. and but uh we we, we take a lot of time to prep just to make sure that everything's good to go because everything's we, we yeah, we have everything open up at,
2: fresh at, and, at noon you know. every day. If uh, the first team's in like between eight and nine, then lunch you're busy. like from yeah. noon until three, you won't have a break of any sort. It's constant it's pretty relentless, I think, yeah. our, we, even we over the winter. Than, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Delivery.
1: Well, the delivery was uh, a great substitute, I guess, for the foot traffic. We had
2: a, we had a bigger February than we did August. Wow. So yeah. In terms of numbers, I, I don't know. I mean, I'd, you've been as around you're for, saying, for longer. I was
1: just saying like adapt, right? Like that's what we kind of had to learn to, to continue to adapt to to,
2: to the environment. Right? Like what? Like if
1: we're slow in winter, then we got to get our food out there somehow. You know? So delivery. Delivery, delivery was, was a big thing yeah. for us. So yeah. who
0: are your favorite delivery... Providers I think it's up
1: between Uber and Fedora right now.
2: Yeah, they're they're the great ones. We on
1: we onboarded
0: Fedora just recently, and it's been. Oh,
2: DoorDash is not bad. DoorDash, no. yeah.
0: I've never even heard of DoorDash.
2: It's a new one. It's oh, a new so one. We've, we We'd on recommend so many it right now.
0: Well, just for our listeners, so they understand what's actually going on, we've actually ordered some donors. That's right. That's right. Who yeah. did you guys use? Shout out to uh, Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Yeah. Uber Eats. Yeah.
2: Uber Eats. They're they're yeah. currently uh, the easiest one to use for. Us because it's on our phones. And yeah. uh, we use Uber for everything. So um it's uh should be here in about twenty minutes. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. We'll and see. Now we're we'll excited. be able to
0: dissect some sandwiches on air. So tell me about your menu. Let's go through your hits, what are people ordering the most of? What should people be ordering more of?
1: Right. So we're I mean, we're uh, you know, first and foremost a donor sandwich place and I think the most popular is, is chicken a lot of times. But, Although uh, the veal is wonderful, The veal is amazing. Yeah, yeah, and then I think halloumi is the next big one, the which big is one. yeah. You can't go wrong with fried cheese. Now, is that right? a
0: Berlin thing? Is it the halloumi cheese is that like a donor? Yeah, staple? yeah, yeah. They do it. Yeah. Uh, they do it grilled a lot more there.
2: Mm-hmm. Is what we found, but deep fried is just we couldn't we couldn't not do that.
0: And I always hear. Kind of this battle between no, you got to have these sauces. No, you got to have this one sauce. What's the gotta sauce have, game? You got to have
1: all three. Yeah, I have all three. That's the true way to do you it. You need that garlic. You need that garlic aioli, just for that nice velvety. It's touch
2: it's in velvety the mouth. and like almost <laughs> sweet. And then you've got like the yogurt herb sauce coming in, gives you like just that tiny bit of sourness. Perfect um, distribution. It's like fresh and vibrant in your mouth. And then the hot sauce is so warm. It doesn't burn your mouth off. It's just, it's it's enveloping and like, it's just perfect. Got a smokiness <laughs> to it. I'm really excited. I had, I had a sandwich today that just really blew my mind. You had two of them. It's amazing that after 11 months yeah. of doing this yeah. and eating them every day, I can still appreciate.
0: Well, it's super fresh ingredients. I'll tell you that much. When I go... To get an auto's donor, I'm very shocked and how fresh everything tastes. Not just the bread, but like your lettuce, your yeah, tomatoes, everything's you know we're, we're kind yeah.
1: the day of like, that kind of thing. So, we're just, uh, we just kind of bringing like you know a yeah, there's there's no food that ever it, sits
2: you know. in that restaurant. Like things are moving through at an alarming rate because we have no room to store anything. We basically have you know enough to keep us for a day.
0: And when you started making these sauces from scratch and your curry currywurst, which we should talk about, mm-hmm. did you have a set recipe or did you know kind of going in, you had to kind of start in from scratch and kind of make it your own? <laughs> you
2: know, St- Steve and I played for, for like weeks yeah. uh, in the kitchen before we opened um, with I mean, everyone around tasting every single day. And we would just... When did you know you nailed it? Actually, we did everything by a by voting system because there are so many of us making these decisions. So we had like big charts with scores. Amazing. <laughs> and uh, whatever scored the highest was what we went with. Yeah. And then like everyone made that one thing their own. Yeah. And
0: uh, so say I have a huge appetite yeah. going in for a donor. What am I getting with that on the side?
1: Our fries for sure because they're, they're hand cut fries, they're, they're real deal potatoes.
2: And we do uh we do like a sumac salt, which yeah. I think it's it adds like a little bit of a citrusy pop. It's the tiniest little thing, but it makes a world. Yeah, of difference.
1: I like I like nuances. I yeah. mean that's what you know, I think good cooking is really you don't really know some like they're not really on the menu, but like it's just there, you know. Yeah.
0: And what am I drinking? Oh, beer.
2: We have so many good German beers and a really good Belgian one that I really like. It's called Le Chouf. I really like it mostly because of the No Man on the label.
1: And we're doing a lot of uh, slushies as well. I was going to say
0: slushies. slushies I was
2: going to talk about the slushies. Yeah, Yeah, Tom was making it. killing it with the slushies. I think
1: we're doing a Negroni
0: one. Today, today? yeah.
2: That was his thing. Negroni slushie. So we'll try some more classic cocktails, see which one uh, really pops the most.
0: And you guys have a beautiful front patio area. With new plants. Oh, new plants? Yeah. And you have a kind of a, the open concept These
2: leading beautiful to beautiful bay your, doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah, big bay yeah. doors.
0: Lots of sun, a lot Great of fresh light. air. It is a beautiful spot. Thank you. Currywurst. Let's talk a little bit about the currywurst. Oh, the sausage.
2: We get the most reviews on the currywurst.
0: Why do you think that is?
2: Because it's not quite authentically the German style of force meat. Like, it's, it's not really quite a, a knockwurst. We use uh, a pretty coarse dye for, for grinding the meat, but we just can't find that, like, you know, that forced meat sort of texture? Yeah. People are really expecting that, plus, like, a slightly spicy ketchup when they're coming in for, I mean, you know, for a, a traditional a, yeah, curry
1: it's first. a point of, you know, national contention, right? Like, yeah. it's such a national dish of Germany,
2: right? We're sort of doing our own thing and... It's a, I, I like is the it. The only way I think the only way I could have done it, really.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your culinary backgrounds. Tell me where you started. If you went to school. Are you guys both from Toronto?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm from Toronto. I'm from Toronto. Um, I went to I went to George Brown uh, Culinary School not too long ago, about about three years ago. My first job was was cooking when I was about 19 years old or so, and working on the island. Actually, I worked on Centre Island. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, so that was my first taste of like you know hitting the grind and hitting the line, basically. But uh, and you take a
0: ferry every day to work.
1: We took a ferry every day to work, and if you miss that ferry, (laughs) you're late late for work. work. You miss that ferry at night, you're not going home. So how many times did
0: that happen? Oh,
1: geez, well I spent a lot of money on water taxis. Water taxis, that's right. I I had to get home. I had to get home. That's for sure. But I, I never really thought of doing culinary cooking as a as a quote unquote real job. Because after, uh, after high school, I went to art school. Then after art school, I went to advertising school. And I decided to, you know, work. So, you know, went back into cooking and decided that was exactly what I should be doing. It's hard, what to, get I of, been doing. It's
0: hard to get out of the game sometimes when it's in your blood.
1: It wasn't so much about who I wanted to be because I, I really don't give a crap about who I want to be, right? But it's more about giving value. And that's how you can be successful, right? And so, you know, if I just make food for people and people like it, you know, that's not too bad. And, and Mark Cohen?
2: I, uh, I started, I was like, I my first restaurant job, uh, I was washing dishes two blocks away from here at Banu on Queen Street. And uh, I hated washing dishes. <laughs> I hated it so much. And every day I would beg the cooks to please let me do the prep so I don't have to wash another stinking dish. And um, eventually they caved because I, I think I was just so annoying and persistent. I
0: love Banu. Yeah.
2: I'm shout so out, glad. Shout right out on. to Amir. Yeah. Uh, so Amir has become my best friend. Um, I was his sous chef for a number of years. I still help him out to this day. I was there last week. Come on. I did on. a shift. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. What
0: did you do? Just prep?
2: Uh, no, I, I cooked a oh, service for him. Yeah. cooking there. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, so from, <laughs> I went from dishwasher at Bonu to interim chef for a long time while he was on uh, vacation. I, I ran that place. Amir's for long the years.
0: nicest guy. He's he's a he's a sweetheart. Such a sweetheart. And how did you two find each other? Where along this crazy path?
2: Through through our wonderful friends. Yeah. Um yeah. Steve and I showed up at the same meeting one day together. And, uh, we were told that we were going to be working on autos together and we were
0: excited. I, I, instantaneously. I, I feel like you guys have been friends forever and like you have you've known each other for longer like than a year. Yeah. And we finally yeah.
1: found each other. Yeah.
2: Again.
0: <laughs> uh, Steve actually
2: won my heart. He took me out the first time we hung out. He took me out for Vietnamese food and, uh, we both discovered that we were both allergic to peanuts.
0: Come on. At the same time? Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. peanut bon. You can't break that. Yeah, the peanut (laughs) bon. The peanut bon. The peanut bon? (laughs) See what I did there? Vietnamese
2: joke. Perfect.
0: (laughs) Where's uh, the best Vietnamese restaurant in the city?
2: Ooh. Ooh. My favorite Vietnamese dish in the city is the five spice duck at uh, Kim restaurant on Dundas. Dundas in Kensington, pretty much.
1: I think the top, I mean, it's the top three pho places are um, Pho Lin on College. I'd say Phu, Phu Lin because you know they're only a place that does like like fresh noodles, really Go- Golden Turtle, and then tin tat at uh, both on Ossington. Oh yeah, those two. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are so
0: okay. Good. So totally, the Ossington Strip is infamous for those two. You know, competing Vietnamese pho places. What about Fo Hong right down the street from you guys? Oh, we're oh just we just there too often. That's yeah, why. We eat that's there, where that's yeah. where we had, our, yeah, our, our, had our meal basically. Yeah,
2: we just love Vietnamese food. Yeah. I would I I, I I think it's quite wonderful. I always enjoy my experience at Fo Hong.
0: That's why I go because every time I go somewhere else that isn't like Golden Turtle can't deal with the line. Yeah, uh, usually I met Fo Tien because there was too long of a line at Golden Turtle. They're great. Well, what's your background, Steve?
1: Yeah, uh, my parents are from Vietnam. Um, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence the last name. But, uh, I mean, Vietnamese culture and the food has really shaped, I guess, you know, my love for, for cooking and, and, you know direction that I take as well so
0: well vietnamese food in toronto you know it's almost like it, we don't even have chinatown anymore it's it's asia town you know like it's really expanded throughout all the other kind of smaller chinese uh, excuse me asian countries that are really taking over as far as culinary go because I think people are getting bored with the same greasy Chinese food, and there's a lot more healthier options when you look to the islands.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I think. Well, I mean, it's it's so multi-dimensional. There's so many layers of of. I mean, from my own perspective of Vietnamese food, like you know, you only really see like pho or like you know rice dishes, but there's so many other layers. Maybe of some banh mi,
0: boon, yeah.
1: Maybe some yeah. boon. Even more some than that, we I mean, like we don't really, like just from a perspective of my household. Like we don't really eat
2: pho every day. Like, sure, of course not. So. But we eat. Although last time I was over, your parents were eating pho. Yeah, I know. Just <laughs> yeah.
0: just to it's make just you like... just
1: to make you happy.
2: <laughs>
0: just to prove the stereotype <laughs> yeah. is real. My favorite ba mi spot is in Chinatown, right around the corner from you I guys. I think one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I don't even know the name uh, of it. It's uh, it's called Nguyen... uh It's the three older Vietnamese (laughs) ladies. ballet. I think it's ballet. And they have a little market. Yeah. And for like $3, you're laughing.
2: I was there two days ago. The sandwiches are still phenomenal.
0: Somebody uh, from one of our other podcasts, Corey from CDOS, introduced me to this place. And it was so low-key and... I mean, like, it's so easy to walk into a Chinese bakery, buy a bunch of pork buns. You know, you end up spending so much money there with more that you can eat. Or you can spend $3, get that solid French bread, uh, fresh cilantro. I love their almost, like, pickled carrots, kind of what's yeah. going on yeah. in that sandwich. That's,
2: that's It's my dream restaurant. Like, if I could run a place like that, man, <laughs> that's it. Okay. All the sandwiches are ready and, like, well, it's about? It's about and- balance, right?
1: You got that saltiness from the, the pork, and then you got that... Sourness from the, the pickle. And
2: I love that the they heat. mix butter in with the pate. Males. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so yeah. good.
0: <laughs> so, favorite spots outside of Kensington? We know banh mi, Vietnamese food. What else are you guys crave Or Or what about late night food?
2: Ooh, late night. Where have we gone lately for late night?
0: Owl of Minerva. We like Korean food late night. I love Korean food. Yeah. Uh, Owl of Minerva, which location?
2: Well, it depends. We either go to the one on in Dragon City, like as we're leaving the oh, restaurant sure, sure, so we'll sure. just pick that up on the way or we'll go to the one uh bloor and Christie. some karaoke after maybe yeah, you know
1: possibly
0: yeah absolutely yeah. what do we ordering? actually
2: got a magic voice oh silky well, we're,
0: we're definitely going for some uh korean food and uh karaoke another night yeah let's do that um what do you order when we're in koreatown or when we're having korean food
1: Oh, is it soup? That Are we having
0: pork bone soup? Are we having... I've been
1: actually... I think I went to a place called Catchy last time, and I had their... They had a nice little combo of uh, Galbi ribs.
0: Oh, very nice. Plus,
1: like, cold noodles. Like It was like a cold noodles with, like, soba noodles. It was, like, super refreshing. It was, like,
0: yeah. It was is perfect. That the, good. Is that the Catchy in the market? It's the Catchy in the market, yeah. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing yeah. how... See, I'm telling you, it's not... Chinatown anymore? No, it's yeah. completely uh, you know every it, it culture. evolves
1: with the people that come into it, right? You know, like mm-hmm. that's that's the beauty of Toronto. Like there's an influx of all these cultures, and we, just, we get a chance to just express it, right? So and I
0: feel perfect. like Korean food is healthier in a lot of ways. You have all your fermented vegetables. It's a lot less greasier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: kimchi is like the the original gut medicine. It's the, the original, original superfood. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's the original superfood. It's the <laughs> yeah. original kale. So, let's talk more about your specials or where do you source your ingredients from? Are there future plans? You know, are, is the success of autos, you know, and all these great ingredients and great products that you're pushing out for almost a year now? What's the story? You, do you see a second location or a pop-up?
1: Location two is probably on our on our books.
0: Yeah, we're, yeah, that's,
1: we're that's, that's, currently that's,
2: yeah. playing around with real estate agents and... Figuring out what spot would be absolutely perfect for um, Otto's little baby brother.
0: And are you looking at locations where you can source kind of things around the area? Because you guys are sourcing everything locally.
2: Yeah, right now mo- we we deal with a lot. Uh, we we deal with the market a lot. So it it's it's great to have that around. I would like a centralized place where where we. We do everything out of, yeah. um, so just so we keep the food consistent from place to place, like one hub that makes everything would be, would be really sweet. We'll see how that all works out, you know? And, um, lots of little moving pieces. And, um, right now we just, we, what we're looking for is something that feels the best. What That's about? A- Difficult
0: thing to describe. And what about specials? Do you have something once in a while that you'll throw out there and be like, "Hey, you know, maybe this is going to change it up." Someone's coming for their regular lunch order, but they they're going to change it. What what kind of specials yeah, are absolutely making like
1: them? Our first one was uh, we did cheesy beer fries. That was interesting. Cheesy
2: beer fries. Yeah, it was a beer, like
1: a cheese beer sauce, which is dope. some
2: like imagine the 7-Eleven nacho cheese, but like done decadently, and you could feel good about eating it at yeah. the end of the night. Is it
0: like a bechamel? Very,
2: we called it a beer for for a beer little while. Beer yeah.
0: thats just adding to the puns of this it's, episode. It's just crushed. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> beer was a was a really big one, but that was you know we we're playing around. We 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 like to make the kinds of specials that we would love to eat with our food. Yeah, yeah. Soup was a, another big one. Soup and sandwich. Um,
0: soup. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we did
1: a, we did like a traditional lentil, uh, traditional Turkish lentil soup.
0: Knocked it out of the park. Now, where are you deciding these specials from? Is somebody from the market being like, hey, you know, I have your attention. We got this for cheap. Can you do something with it? Or are you just bored one day? You you, need to yeah, change it it's up. like a
2: combination of yeah. like boredom and curiosity. Boredom, boredom definitely helps. Like it's like the fire that starts the curiosity. And then we get the noggins rolling. We think about things that we'd really like to eat. And then we make it happen.
1: Uh, you were also very fortunate to have very open-minded partners as well, and they, they, they push for that too. You know, they they want us to be creative and they want us to to try different things, and it brings people in as well. It kind of brings talking points and Instagram pictures for people as yes. well,
0: right? Yeah, so, your Instagram page is great. It's blowing up. Who's yeah. running that? Uh, our buddy
2: Conrad, our yeah. man. He's the man. He's uh, one of our wonderful partners. He's an
1: Instagram whisperer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody from Berlin Made it to your restaurant? We had a, few, yeah. Your we had a few Germans, yeah. yeah, yeah. And what's the response? They love the doner, but
2: they they're okay with the currywurst, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which That's, is fair. Yeah. Which is fair. It's it, fair. It's tough. It's tough to make something authentic and to appeal to the locals. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think wait with the currywurst, it's like there's there's I think it's more of an emotional love, you know, for like what's something that you kind of grew up with, you know. Our food
0: is here. Amazing. Yeah. It, perfect example of kind of changing taste to locals from a culture is Koreatown, especially because I've been to Korea and the Korean food in Canada is is definitely. I wouldn't necessarily just say similar, but you know, it come it clearly is Korean inspired Absolutely, and it's yeah. the same kind of dishes. But when it comes to tastes and appeal, it's definitely a different. In, you know, it's a different, I don't even know how to explain it, uh, experience altogether from Korea to Canada, but it's the same thing, but yet it's different.
1: No, I totally understand. I mean, I think I mean, even with our product, our, the Berlin donor, it's the Berlin donor is an adaptation of, you know, the traditional Turkish
0: donor, you know. And it then took, we're
2: doing an adaptation of an adaptation. It's like
0: a
1: Russian
2: doll situation. Yeah. <laughs> or a John Malkovich movie.
0: So, that's a <laughs> that's a perfect example, you know. Y- you can't necessarily be 100% authentic. No. We're not no. in Berlin. Berlin. Exactly. You don't
2: want to be 100% authentic. Like, we took something that we really enjoyed, um, something that we, we found was like a really important food in one place in the world. And we wanted to share that joy with, with other people. So...
0: So what did you order for us? I'm going to go get it from the door. You break down what you ordered from Uber Eats.
2: Oh, right on. Yeah. uh, So we've got uh, a few chicken sandwiches mixed with halloumi. I added the halloumi. Excellent. You got to
1: have the halloumi. And then all three sauces.
2: And then on the sandwich itself, uh, we'll have uh, some fresh cucumbers, tomatoes, red cabbage, uh, romaine lettuce, some onions, Spanish.
1: Parsley. Parsley. You know, everything. It'll be delicious. Yeah. Cracking open the bag right now.
0: And who made these today? If the two executives. Who's, t-
1: yeah. who's, who's on our team right now? I think Shout out
2: to uh, Catherine? Elias, Elias, Catherine, Nagy, and Mitch. Nagy holds it down. Yeah. And Mitch. Mitch is wonderful.
0: Oh, this is so funny that we just Great ordered team, this. From, solid team. From Uber. Thanks, everyone. We, yeah, thank you to, to everybody at Autos for pulling through. Did they know it was for you guys? I don't
1: think so, no. no now so they nice. will, though.
0: So good, yeah. no spe- we don't want special treatment. <laughs> All right, let's crack into this sucker. So is it hard to deliver these because, you know...
2: You let us know. Yeah, it's... How do you think it held up?
0: Good question. So far, so good. It's, it, it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, it looks like... Uh, yeah, I mean, usually when it, the sandwich comes in the restaurant, it's it's actually sitting upright. So I would I was a little shocked to, to kind of see that... Uh, it wraps so well, and everything's pretty uh, much. Oh, they did place. a good job. I'm
1: really proud of them. Uh,
0: yeah, this is like a test. Your your, your <laughs> yeah, whole staff just... <laughs> is going to tell it. All right, I'm going in for a bite.
2: That was an yeah. impressive, impressive.
0: I guess I technique, shouldn't be Alex. talking with my mouth full, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did well. Oh, that's so good. So break down the sandwich. Break down how the cheese is made. How the chicken's made. Right on. So chicken.
2: Um, we get from a wonderful place D&D Poultry. Shout out to Betty, our friend. D&D Poultry, wonderful like chicken. Uh we use a lot of dark meat and then deboned mixed in our auto super secret spice blend that Steve uh Steve and I've diligently meticulously planned. It's a very we, yeah, yeah we
1: marinate that for about at least a day, 24 hours for sure. Yeah and it kind of comes down to the technique of putting these chicken thighs on this big honkin
0: spike so it's all thighs it's all thighs my favorite part of the chicken yeah the, most flavorful, the most flavorful. Yeah. that's what uh, dirty birds using too yeah. definitely Yeah. you guys should go have these on uh, your your daily orders it would be insane i mean the amount of chickens that
2: the two restaurants go through what are we putting we're going through at, at least, least 70 pounds 70 pounds, 70 pounds, pounds a pounds day now yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you know what i like about this sandwich i'm a texture eater this is texture heaven. Yeah. I'm a sauce guy and a texture eater. And sometimes when you have a saucy product, you lose texture, right? I mean, it's going to get soggy. I mean, even this traveled from Kensington all the way to King West where our studio is. And I mean, the cabbage is also super, super fresh. And that's that extra bit of crunch. That's the real superstar. I don't think people realize when they're eating it, but it's the cabbage you and the cabbage. freshness of the yeah. lettuce that's really giving you that it's not, That's the unrated hero there. The yeah, Totally the unrated hero. Yeah. Red I cabbage. I think it
1: comes down to sandwich architecture of how we build it.
0: Which we've thought
2: a lot about. And we gotta get uh, you know, you gotta have the rib perfect rib layering rib. of sauce first. That's that's your base. Like sauce first. If there's not s- enough yeah. sauce on the bread or it's unevenly distributed, you're gonna have pockets of no sauce and no one wants that.
1: And the meat goes down on a nice thin, even layer.
2: And then you'll slowly like you have to layer the veggies on top, but you have to like mix them properly. It's you know, you sort of have to like sprinkle from like nicely high above and like make sure that everything's falling as it should start with the lettuce and the cabbage and then work your way towards the cucumbers and the tomatoes the smaller bits let them fall through you know shake the sandwich around a little bit um it's a big sandwich. It's a
1: big sandwich in it's an
0: odd shape, you know. It's like a yeah. triangle
1: in your f- mouth, so it's very hard to. <laughs> but it's <laughs> eat the. the
0: di- I like that. I need that change. I yeah. think that's what separates yeah. you guys. You know, we're talking about so many different foods today, and they're all pretty much, you know, known for their texture. You know, the French bread of a bon me, mm-hmm. even the dirty bird with the waffle. That's essentially an open face sandwich. Definitely. Yeah. So when you're coming now, what's the bread called again? The bread's called
1: uh, either uh, Ramadan Pide or, uh, uh, I mean, it's basically based off a uh, Barbary bread.
0: Yeah. yeah. Off barberry and it bread. already comes kind of this kind of grill on it, or do you guys that? Well, it comes the... from
1: the Panini Grill. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's we, we, us. We grill okay, the bread you. first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the grill the bread first. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah. Did you guys have to figure that out, or is that something you learned in Berlin? I think that, that was a th-
2: preference thing. Yeah. Ever, You know, you like a toasty bread sandwich. It's a, I think. It's more of a Canadian thing. They yeah. don't toast the bread so much in, no. in Berlin. Oh,
0: this is really fast. I'm actually going to Berlin in a week and oh, a half for I'm my first time. You. You'll for have to tell us time. what you think yeah, you come We have to give you a back. list of Double places, places, oh, places to go. Oh, please give yeah. me. Yeah, get, uh, anything Mustafa's. off the top of your head? Yeah. Mustafa's is
1: probably the, famous the one that we, we kind of based off the Paramount. chicken. Paramount, yeah. So they only do chicken, and their lines are huge. We had to wait for an hour at least. Wow. They're, they're a tiny little kiosk just off of Marindan. Uh, subway station but they do a very good sandwich like it's how it's made i guess that's why and they put a lot of love into it and so and then there's imran imran's a good one as well and uh i don't i totally forget sometimes but yeah did we'll, you, send, we'll send you a list
0: did you go there during the menu creation of autos in in toronto is there
2: yeah steve and tom went uh i guess it was it was last April, so that was, April. that was
0: pretty much the the beginning of the of the adventure
1: before we opened it up, so we had to kind of go there before the menu was created just so so I can get a taste of what a Berlin donor is and do a bit of research and uh, We also went to Istanbul as well just to you know see the difference between what a Berlin donor is and what you know a, a donor in, in Turkey would be and so. what were the differences? The differences are quite startling it's like in turkey it's it's really more about the meat, and the meat is very unadulterated. It's very much a strong beef flavor and very little seasoning. And it's just kind of wrapped up in a durum with, like, maybe just some tomatoes or maybe just a little chili pepper, and that's it.
0: I mean, you go to Europe for the meat quality. Mm-hmm. That's that's what really makes them stand out from anywhere else in the world, you know. So I can only imagine how great these sandwiches and the meat quality. they were really good, yeah. Certainly, yeah. Well, this is nothing to wave a stick at. <laughs> Thank you, this we th- is we
2: think we got a really nice thing i I said this earlier today I said uh Berlin's got nothing on us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> shout out to Berlin. <laughs> yeah. marco has got some fired. strong Shots words. Shots I don't even know if my analogy is even right. Uh, what I mean is this sandwich is freaking amazing. Thank you. Uh, you Thank guys you. are doing a great job. We're let's, honored. Let's let's give a quick shout out to your social media pages. You know, it's 256 Augusta to yeah, go to Otto's. Follow us
2: uh, at Autos Donaire. Um, at Autos Donaire. I think that's our hand. Autos,
0: yeah. Yeah, their their Instagram page is full of some amazing pictures. You guys have such a wide variety of product, which is people like us on Yelp, too. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 the thing some is, people. it's so hard you know, you're, you're doing, you know, donors, but you're also doing so many other different things. And if you can keeping that consistency, yeah. it seems like you guys are going to have the continued success.
2: Consistency is our, our biggest day to day challenge, but it's also our biggest joy because it means that we're in there tasting absolutely everything that's coming out of that kitchen. And
1: the challenges our cooks. And I think are we've
0: really kind of We've groomed well a we've really groomed wonderful they're, team. They're, they've, yeah.
2: they've really kind of stepped up, too.
1: And so we have an amazing, I think amazing team. I'm really happy with my team.
0: Well, you're quickly becoming a staple in Kensington and one of the quick favorites of the city. I mean, you're really doing something different. So thank you guys so much for coming on. I want to thank Steve Newen and Marco Jovanovic for coming on to Thank you. speaking Thank duck you. this has been a great episode we have a bunch of donors to crush right now and uh, we're going to talk more about berlin we'll see you next episode of speaking duck i'm your host alex ross